Greetings, YouTubers, thrill seekers, conspiracy theorists, and those who still believe in the media. This is Mr. Palumbo today. Welcome to the Professor Liberty podcast. I really appreciate everyone who takes out time of their busy day to listen to my ramblings. I hope it brings you edification, enlightenment, and maybe a little entertainment as well. You know, I really strive to give you guys a solid 15 minutes of of just profound insight. And anything after that is a wing and a prayer. And so today I thought we'd do something a little bit different. We'll do a Today in History, This Day in History. You know, if you go to history.com, they have a This Day in History So that's what we're going to do today. And it might not be a very long podcast, but I guarantee you that there is going to be several juicy nuggets of knowledge that you can share with your mom and dad or you can share with your loved one. You know, in class, I have something called dinner table conversations. So sometimes we'll, we'll, we'll be talking about a subject and I'll say, you know what, this would be a good dinner table conversation conversation piece. Because I know, I know this in my house anyway, one of the common questions we ask the kids around the table is, what'd you learn in school today, right? How was school today? What'd you learn? And so I often try to encourage my students, when mom says that, hit them with this and really knock their socks off. So today, I think there's going to be something for everyone. Every hungry mind will have something to chew on today. And what is the podcast about today? What happened on, quote, this day in history? April 14, 1865. Okay, now if you're a history buff, what's going on in American history in 1865? That's right, boys and girls. Unfortunately, on April 14, 1865, our beloved 16th president, Abraham Lincoln, is shot and he's eventually going to be uh he's going to succumb to his wounds and he will be assassinated. He was assassinated by actor and Confederate sympathizer John Wilkes Booth. And we're trying to be precise here boys and girls. Yes, he was shot on the 14th. He's going to die on the 15th, okay? So April 14, 1865, President Lincoln was was shot and eventually dies, therefore he was assassinated. Well, folks, it all starts at the Ford Theater. President Lincoln is going to watch a show called Our American Cousin. Booth sneaks into the presidential viewing box and shoots Lincoln point-blank in the head with a Derringer pistol. He then leapt from the second-story box onto the stage, breaking his leg and shouting, Sick, Stemper, Tyrannus, which in Latin means, Thus ever to tyrants. This is the same motto on the Virginia flag, by the way. If you want to go check out the Virginia flag, it's really cool. It's got Lady Liberty standing over her uh, conquered foe, who is a tyrant, And it has these words, which is kind of ironic because seeing what's going on in Virginia nowadays uh, and the government they're having and the policies they're pursuing, uh, it seems like Lady Liberty would be the one on the ground and the tyrant would be the one uh, standing in triumph. 
But I digress. It's kind of funny, uh, on a trip to D.C., I believe it was the 4th of July weekend. This was probably 20, 25 years ago. Um, I was with some friends, and we were just, you know, walking around, looking at the sights, no real plan. And we just happened upon Ford's Theater. Like, we weren't even trying to find it or see it. We just walked right by it. And it's a really small, unassuming place. And it just has a sign that says Ford Theater the place where President Lincoln was shot. It was a very uh, kind of a happy little moment. I mean, not happy like, hey, this is where he was shot. That's happy. But it was just kind of neat that we stumbled upon this historical place. According to the article on history.com, the 10 things you might not know about the assassination of Lincoln by Christopher Klein. Did you know that originally it was Booth's plan to kidnap the president and bring him to Richmond, which was the Confederate capital? I personally didn't know that. I did know that the assassination was part of a greater plan to decapitate the federal government by killing uh, several of the top officials, but I did not know that the original plan was to kidnap the president. Uh, according to the article, this same article, 10 Things You Did Not Know or You Might Not Know About the Assassination of President Lincoln, Klein says that, the, that Lincoln's death wasn't universally mourned in the North. According to Klein, quote, some Northerners who thought Lincoln was too dictatorial and some radical Republicans who thought him too lenient towards the Confederacy welcomed the news of his assassination. Klein goes on to say that after a meeting of radical Republicans, hours after the shooting, Indiana Congressman George Julian recounted in his diary that the universal feeling among the radical men were that his death was a godsend. Wow. The prevailing opinion was that Vice President Johnson might be a better man suited for the job of bringing the South back into the fold. Boy, were they wrong. If you guys know your history, you will, you will know that Johnson was anything but helpful in bringing unity to the country and helping newly freed black Americans uh, find equality and justice. You know, the more I learn about Lincoln, the more I understand that he's always going to be in a lose-lose situation. Even today, people have their criticisms about Lincoln. Southerners will still say that he was a tyrant. Others claim he wasn't progressive enough regarding his views on slavery or on black people. Others will say he was a dictator for suspending habeas corpus. But the truth is, Lincoln was a level-headed moderate amongst a sea of radicals. Lincoln was caught in the middle of the pro-slavery zealots in the South and the fire-breathing abolitionists in the North. It was a time where you had to be all in. You had to either be for abolition or you had to be for slavery. Boy, does that sound familiar today. You cannot have a moderate position today on most things. Lincoln saw slavery as morally wrong, but he wasn't for abolition, at least not in the beginning. Looking to the Constitution, he thought that the federal government had no authority to abolish slavery outright. Lincoln wanted peace with the southern states, but he also was a staunch unionist 
and he believed once states were admitted into the Union, the Union was indivisible. You're not allowed to leave. And you're especially not allowed to leave on a whim or a policy disagreement or just because you don't like taxes. We talked about this when we talked about the preamble to the Constitution, right? We have to have stability. You can't just revolt and secede when you just when you don't agree with the government. That you can't have a you can't have a stable society that way. So all these positions that Lincoln takes puts him squarely in the middle politically at a time when the nation was clearly two separate societies, much like today. And again, today, we don't have moderates in either party. And if we do have moderates, they're not going to get anywhere uh, near the White House. You're going to have to become a radical, and you're going to have to play to the radical base to attain power. We may have to do a series on Lincoln and his views on the Republic, the Constitution, and slavery, But for now, let's just say, I believe Lincoln, like Washington before him, was the man perfectly suited for the job of seeing the nation through this civil war. That being said, everyone and their mother has an opinion about the man, and perhaps some are well-founded. I just think he'll never fully be appreciated for what he did for the nation. Okay, back to his assassination. According to OnThisDay.com, Shortly after he was shot by John Wilkes Booth, physicians attending the president agreed that the president could not survive the wound afflicted on his head. Lincoln was unconscious and bleeding from the wound, and physicians found the bullet behind his ear was lodged so deeply it could not be removed, though they were able to remove some clots to improve his labored breathing. His doctors decided that a carriage ride to the White House was too dangerous for the mortally wounded president. So he was taken to the house of local tailor William Peterson, and due to his large size, he was laid diagonally in the bed in the first floor bedroom. As he was attended throughout the night, his family members, such as his wife Mary Todd Lincoln and his son Robert Todd, were admitted to pay their final respects. Lincoln's colleagues, such as Secretary of War Edwin M. Stanton and numerous others, were also allowed to say their goodbyes. Lincoln died at exactly 7.22 a.m. the following day. His secretary, John Hay, later wrote that a look of unspeakable peace came upon his worn features. At the moment of his death, his vice president, Andrew Johnson, was sworn in as president. Abraham Lincoln was the first of four presidents to be assassinated. James Garfield, 1881, William McKinley, 1901, and John F. Kennedy, 1963, were the others. Did you know it is rumored that Lincoln dreamt about his own death? He once told a close friend and his wife, Mary Todd, that his dream was he walked into the East Room of the White House to find a covered corpse guarded by soldiers and surrounded by a crowd of mourners. When Lincoln asked one of the soldiers who had died, the soldier replied, the president. He was killed by an assassin. Some historians doubt that this ever took place because the story would come in the 1880s, some 20 years after the event, and Mary Todd Lincoln, the president's wife, never mentions it. 
Well, there you have it, folks. Abraham Lincoln assassinated today, April 14th, 1865. Some other honorable mentions from history of things that happened today, April 14th. In 1903, Dr. Plotz discovers a vaccine for typhoid. In 1912, the HMS Titanic hits an iceberg and eventually sinks. And in 1981, the first space shuttle Columbia returned safely to Earth. Hmm, Columbia. Who is that named after again? Isn't it that genocidal maniac Christopher Columbus? Never mind. Here at Professor Liberty, we seek to educate, inspire, and restore. If you like this podcast, please give me a five-star rating at Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to email me and be a part of the mailbag episodes, email your economics, your history, and your government questions to ProfessorLiberty1776 at gmail.com. Go throughout the world and proclaim liberty. Liberty.